and welcome to Leap of Faith podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery and I am your host today. Uh, Jeremiah is off for the next two days and he'll be back uh, the end of the week. So uh, today is episode 13.4 and we are on Luke chapter 20. Um, I didn't have this uploaded yesterday but I'm going to upload this today. and um, I will also actually do today's today. So I'm a little bit behind yesterday. Uh, doesn't matter why. But anyway, I apologize for the delay. So uh, let's start with prayer. And, um, and then we will dive right into chapter 20 because it is a bit long. So let's pray. <clears throat> Holy God. We are so grateful and so thankful for you and for all that you do for us. Uh, I always recount all the little things, and they're not little. They're uh, the things that we take for granted, I think, every day. Having a house, having food and clothes and a place to stay and friends and family. Um, I'm just eternally grateful for all of that that you do and have provided, uh, Lord. And I just ask you to uh, put a covering over everybody who is listening in this moment, in this point in time, Lord. I pray that you uh, watch over them, bless them, and uh, just keep them just in the shelter of your love, Lord. We are also so thankful for your goodness your graciousness and your forgiveness through the son of your jesus of your son jesus we thank you for his sacrifice on the cross and the blood that that was shed for for all of for all of our sins lord we just um we wouldn't be anything without him and so we are so thankful that he came to this earth and uh had a sole purpose just to die for us and he knew that from the very beginning Lord, uh, open up our hearts, open up our minds, uh, release us of whatever it is that's holding us down to this world and uh, expose us to whatever it is that you want us to know, whatever it is that you want us to learn from today's reading. Um, It's always new, it's always fresh, and uh, we just thank you for always being the God uh, who is there to cover us, to, to just be there for us. So... Thank you for your word, and thank you for the love that you have for us. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say, and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so uh, today is 13.4 episode, and uh, we are reading chapter 20 in Luke. I'm going to take a drink real quick. All right. One day, as Jesus was teaching the people and preaching the good news in the temple, the leading priests, the teachers of religious law, and the elders came up to him. They demanded, by what authority are you doing all these things? Who gave you the fight, the right? Let me ask you a question first, he replied. Did John's authority to baptize come from heaven or was it merely human? They talked it over among themselves If we say it was from heaven, he will ask why we didn't believe John. 
But if we say it was merely human, the people will stone us because they are convinced John was a prophet. So they finally replied that they didn't know. And Jesus responded, then I won't tell you by what authority I do these things. The parable of the evil farmers. <clears throat> now Jesus turned to the people again and told them this story. A man planted a vineyard, leased it to tenant farmers, and moved to another country to live for several years. At the time of the grape harvest, he sent one of his servants to collect his share of the crop. But the farmers attacked the servant, beat him up, and sent him back empty-handed. So the owner sent another servant, but they also insulted him, beat him up, and sent him, sent him away empty-handed. A third man was sent, and they wounded him and chased him away. What will I do, the owner asked himself. I know, I'll send my cherished son. Surely they will respect him. But when the tenant farmers saw his son, they said to each other, here comes the heir to the estate. Let's kill him and get the estate for ourselves. So they dragged him out of the vineyard and murdered him. What do you suppose the owner of the vineyard will do to them? Jesus asked. I'll tell you. He will come and kill those farmers and lease the vineyard to others. How terrible that such a thing should ever happen, his listeners protested. Jesus looked at them and said, then what does this scripture mean? The stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. Everyone who stumbles over that stone will be broken to pieces and it will crush anyone it falls on. The teachers of religious law and the leading priests wanted to arrest Jesus immediately because they realized he was telling the story against them. They were the wicked farmers, but they were afraid of the people's reaction. Taxes for Caesar. Watching for their opportunity, the leaders sent spies pretending to be honest men. They tried to get Jesus to say something that could be reported to the Roman governor so he would arrest Jesus. The teacher, uh, I'm sorry, teacher, they said, we know that you speak and teach what is right and are not influenced by what others think. You teach the way of God truthfully. Now tell us, is it right for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? He saw through their trickery and said, show me a Roman coin, whose picture and title are stamped on it. Caesar's, they replied. Well then, he said, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and give to God what belongs to God. So they failed to trap him by what he said in front of the people. Instead, they were amazed by his answer, and they became silent. <clears throat> Discussion about resurrection. Then Jesus was approached by some Sadducees, religious leaders who say there is no resurrection from the dead. They posed this question, teacher, Moses gave us a law that if a man dies, leaving a wife, but no children, his brother should marry the widow and have a child who will carry on the brother's name. Well, suppose they were seven, there were seven brothers. The oldest one married and then died without children. So the second brother married the widow, but he also died. Then the third brother married her. This continued with all seven of them who died without children. Finally, the woman also died. So tell us, whose wife will she be in the resurrection? For all seven were married to her. Jesus replied, marriage is for people here on earth, 
but in the age to come, those worthy of being raised from the dead will neither marry nor be given in marriage, and they will never die again. In this respect, they will be like angels. They are children of God and children of the resurrection. <clears throat> but now, as to whether the dead will be raised, even Moses proved this when he wrote about the burning bush. Long after Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob had died, he referred to the Lord as the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. So he is the God of the living, not the dead, for they are all alive to him. Well said, teacher, remarked some of the teachers of religious law who were standing there, and then no one dared to ask him any more questions. Whose son is the Messiah? Then Jesus presented them with a question. Why is it, he asked, that the Messiah is said to be the son of David? For David himself wrote in the book of Psalms, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit in the place of honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies, making them a footstool under your feet. Since David called the Messiah Lord, how can the Messiah be his son? Then, with the crowds listening, he turned to his disciples and said, Beware of these teachers of religious law, for they like to parade around in flowing robes and love to receive respectful greetings as they walk in the marketplaces, and how they love the seats of honor in the synagogues and the head table at banquets. Yet they shamelessly cheat widows out of their property and then pretend to be pious by making long prayers in public. Because of this, they will be severely punished. Okay, so <clears throat> let's go back to the beginning uh, when the, uh, the leading priests and the teachers of religious law are asking uh, Jesus where he gets his authority from. And of course, Jesus comes back with, uh, did John's authority to baptize come from heaven or was it merely from humans? And of course, they can't give an answer because either way, they're you know admitting something. And so they don't say anything. And so, you know, Jesus says, well, if you can't tell me, then I don't need to tell you where I get my authority from. So, um, it, it, you know, he's giving it right back to them is the way I look at it, kind of, you know, in a, in a lovely Jesus kind of way. Um, and then uh, the parable of the evil farmers. I'm pretty sure we've read through this before uh, where we know that... Um, I think, you know, when you get down to 13 and it says, um, the owner asked himself, I'll send my cherished son. You know, I'm thinking that's Jesus, you know, his one and only cherished son. He sends him after, you know, he sent others before him, you know, to try to get the point across to get the news out there, you know. Uh, so he finally sends Jesus to finish the job and, uh, of course, he he gets stoned and killed or whatever outside of the vineyard. And uh, Jesus says, then what does the scripture mean? That the stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. So, you know, Jesus is the stone that was rejected and is the cornerstone. Um, and of course, they realize that they are the wicked farmers in the story, that they're the ones that are going to kill him. And they know it because they've been plotting it, you know, from the beginning. And then, of course, Jesus tells uh, 
you know, everybody give to Caesar uh, what is Caesar's and give to God what is God's. And so, you know, he's just uh, just kind of saying it flat out, you know, and he sort of gives that uh, kind of, again, he's giving it right back to him. He's like, you know, God just wants what's God's and he doesn't want anything else. So, and then uh, talking about the resurrection, um, again, he's, you know, God, our God is the God of the living, not of the dead. So, um, for they are all alive to him, meaning, you know, they're all up there in heaven with him, you know, as we speak or as we're, you know, reading through this. And then, of course, who is the son of the Messiah? Uh, we've also read uh, this before. Um, and, of course, you know, you can't. Since David called the Messiah Lord, how can the Messiah be his son? Because, his, you know, he wouldn't be calling his son Lord. Um, so, and then, of course, they, he's giving the, uh, the people, the Israelites, the, the warning to be aware of these teachers of religious law for their, you know, they're acting all pious and they're acting all this and they're all but ultimately they're the snakes that are going to be killing him at the end. And they're going to be punished. You know, they're, they're not going to have the uh, salvation that everybody else is going to have because they believe in Jesus. So, so that's about it. Um, that was a, a good one, as always. And like I said, uh, I didn't get this posted yesterday. I'm doing it today because I didn't get to doing it yesterday. I was too busy with, sorry, not that I was too busy to read God's word, but uh, I there were things going on, so... Uh, too in deep to talk about. So anyway, uh, so we'll get this out there today and I will get uh, today's done today. So you'll have two to read up on um, and uh, and then we'll be back on track uh, when I uh, get with Jeremiah next. So, um, but as always, I will not, uh, not give you the opportunity if you haven't made a, cho a choice for Jesus, if you haven't uh, made a decision for him, um, make him your Lord of your life and, uh, and follow him. Um, Jesus is who he said he was. Uh, he's, you know, if, he, if he's not, then he's a liar. And if he's a liar, he's not a good guy. So, you know, he can't be a good guy and be this, you know, that everybody says he is if he's a liar. So God, Jesus is who he says he is. And so um, I just I just hope and pray that those who are listening to this are um, really praying about what God's trying to tell them. And, uh, and hopefully in this moment, this is the moment that you get to uh, make Jesus Lord of your life. So, so let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect, and I know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior and will follow him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome into the kingdom of heaven. This is your moment. Mark it in your Bible, um, tell somebody, uh, tell a fellow believer who might have been praying for you all these, I don't know how long they might have been praying for you for, but I'm sure there's somebody out there praying for you. So uh, 
get to a church uh, and talk to somebody. If you have questions, um, get to a pastor, uh, start a small group, get involved with the ministry. Uh, there's so many things that you can be doing. And I know I say this every day, but uh, I just, you know, I'm just trying to encourage you out there to do what God's telling you to do. Listen to that little voice that's telling you to do something. So uh, it is what it is, and you 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 should just get get out there and do it. So um, again, I said mark your Bible, check the check off for today's um, reading. Uh, for those of you who might be just listening to this for the first time, we read the Daily Walk Bible. Uh, the Sorry, New Living Translation. There's a reflection there. Sorry, here it is. There. <laughs> anyway, all right. So uh, you can get these on Amazon. I think they're like 10 bucks. You can go to the Christian bookstore. Uh, there's so many places that you can find this. So uh, eBay, if you wanted to, Barnes & Noble. Um, so uh, I'm not promoting anybody in particular. I don't want you to think I'm like favoring anybody. I, I'm not. Um, but this is what we read out of uh, New Living Translation, just so that it's easier, so you don't get like sidetracked, you know, um, listening to something else. So, so that's it for today. Uh, I will probably be wearing the same outfit in the next video, so don't judge me. Uh, obviously, I don't, uh, you know, this is not a beauty contest. I'm not out there to impress anybody. This is just about reading God's word into the world. So um, I hope you enjoy today. I hope that you are blessed in whatever moment it is that uh, you are listening or watching or whatever moment it is. Um, and I will see you tomorrow. So God bless you and we'll see you.